Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Damn right, it's hit to be square. It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Don't forget, this Friday, get into Shark Coast Tactical. Known for having the best products, the best selection, the best buying experience, and the best deals around. And Shark Coast is the only staccato dealer in the area. And Staccato Day is coming on June 24th. That is this Friday. Staccato makes the world-famous Combat Master seen in the last John Wick movie. And Shark Coast is the only dealer in the area, and they have an incredible selection. You cannot find them anywhere, and only Shark Coast has them. So don't miss Staccato Day, Friday the 24th. There'll be tons of prizes, giveaways, special offers. They'll have reps on sites, plus Spanish will be there uh, interning. And you can even have a holster made while you wait. And don't forget, you can stock up on all the ammo that you need because they have that in stock. You have no excuses not to get there. The shop is open from 10 to 6.30 daily, closed on Sunday, and open online 24-7. And Shark Coast Tactical is located on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. You can find them on Shark uh, on social media. You can also find them at sharkcoasttactical.com. But stop in there on Friday on the 24th for Staccato Day. And uh, make sure you tell them you heard about it on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to Galvin. And get into news. Here we go. Today's news brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you're looking for shoes, Pelt probably has them. Mike, the Ultras, you got to go get those. What are the they Ultras? They're right there in stock. What are the Ultras? That's the, ultra- the ones I need. Yeah, the ones that I told you that fit like a foot. They have the big wide yep. toe box like that, so you're I not the name of those. having all the problems. Yeah, I thought you wrote it down. Because old fat feet over here is mm-hmm. really, f- I'm falling over my own shoes. Yeah. They have uh, all different brands, all different sizes, even hard to fit sizes. And of course, they have the Pelt Shoes experts in there to make sure that you get the perfect fit. When you stop in, you're buying anything, uh, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. <laughs> That's going to get you 10% off. Everything that you bring up to the counter there, Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. So President Joe Biden will ask Congress today to suspend the federal gas tax until September as Americans across the country grapple with soaring prices at the pump. The president will urge members of Congress to institute a three-month federal gas tax holiday without stripping money away from the Highway Trust Fund that finances highways and mass transit. The official suggested that the uh, federal government's budget deficit shrinking by one6 trillion dollars this year gives the u.s leeway to uh suspend the gas tax while using the other revenues to make the highway trust fund whole with roughly 10 billion dollar cost that gas thing isn't going to do garbage for anybody i don't think so either it in fact I, mean, I, re- I read a thing back whenever they had talked about it before and obama called it a joke yeah, yeah and and uh, it's a it's a percentage it's a, a cent tax per gallon and nobody's going to feel the difference, and it's going to just... I, I don't know who's going to celebrate it, but but the problem is, is everybody's going to rush out and think that they're getting something, and they're not going to get anything, and it's not going to... I don't know. It's just, it's a bunch of hogwash. They're not going to... Uh, it's not going to save you anything. Mm-hmm. No, but don't worry. He's going over to talk to the, the Saudis uh, to make sure they can help us with the oil prices, because they're always so ready to help. I'm telling you, you, you can say what you want about uh, Trump, but when Trump was in... Uh, office Putin was not invading Ukraine because he wasn't he was wasn't afraid to to do it now he he was uh, hesitant before because he didn't know what would come back at him uh, where now we're uh, we've got gas prices I mean there's that clip floating around of Trump saying you put Biden in office and you're looking at six seven dollars a gallon we're we're there you know what I mean I mean what 
Uh, I don't know. Look, I'm I'm not. I know everybody's gonna be like, "Hey, you're a Trump guy." I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't want to pay yeah. eight dollars a gallon for gas. I'm a guy who doesn't want uh, countries invading other countries for no reason. And you know, I just I, I don't want any of this stuff to be happening because it's all going to affect us negatively. And and if you're out there filling up your car right now. You're mad at somebody, and nobody wants to take the responsibility for it. Basically, you know the president doesn't make the the gas prices. Yeah, he doesn't. The oil companies do. And until you start, uh, uh, you know, dealing with those people and and doing what you can to help us out, this 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 whole cut thing, this holiday, isn't going to help us at all. But none none of these politicians want the gas prices to go down. None of them. No, because no. they all Especially lobby the, to the politicians. Yeah. They're, 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 ga- there's gas sitting right there in the Gulf of Mexico. They're all benefiting it. from this. Republicans are benefiting from yeah. this. Democrats are, but be- like none of these. Like, Politicians. Like uh, Scott said the other day, that, uh, uh, that right. quote where he said, yeah, that, that it's a gold mine for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just realize that none of these politicians have your interests in <laughs> no. mind, and none of them want these gas prices to go down because it gives them garbage to talk about and, and fight about. By the way, Mike, you were talking about Trump. Whether you like him or not, did you hear what he said about uh, Biden and the bicycle and stuff? No. <laughs> Take a listen to this. It's a disgrace what they're doing to our country. But we can erase the calamities of the Biden years. All it takes is a House, a Senate, and a president who will put America first. One of the greatest travesties of all is to see a person in the White House who, even after years of political experience, has absolutely no clue how to be the president of the United States. And I hope he has recovered because, as you know, he fell off his bicycle. Listen. No, I'm serious. I hope he's okay. Fell off a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) I make this pledge to you today. I will never, ever ride a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) This is a joke. Couldn't even walk up the stairs. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Trouble walking. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Fell off I promise I'll never ride a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he says he fell off his bike. No, no, I hope he gets okay. Yeah. Fell off a bicycle. You listen. You don't have to vote for him. You got to admit that he's funny. Yeah, you got to admit that he's funny. Uh, an earthquake of magnitude six point one killed nine hundred and fifty people in Afghanistan early Wednesday morning. Uh, that's this morning, but different time with them, obviously. Uh, disaster management officials said uh, with more than six hundred injured, the toll is expected to grow as information trickles in from remote uh, the uh, remote mountain villages. What is that? So I always just assume like the movies and the in the 80s when there's an earthquake the ground splits open and lava people comes fall up in. Yeah. but in the most part it's usually like uh, buildings fall down and people are just crushed in the building yeah. i wonder over there if it's in the mountains what actually well happens. if you're if you're in a cave, in a cave the, yeah. yeah the cave's been stable for hundreds so, of years all listen, of a sudden uh, if you're in a cave you're probably better off dead than this. if you're living <laughs> in a cave let's just be honest yeah, like, thank God. Nice. yeah what's that you're like thank god yeah i mean come on how much longer can you really be enjoying life living in a cave <laughs> hey i saw the greatest thing yesterday and you might, I saw it on social media somewhere, somebody, you might have seen it, but you know how they do the Sunshine Music Festival over here? And you're not allowed to bring anything in oh, with you. Oh, I know exactly Although what you're talking people about. People are keistering drugs and all sorts mm-hmm. of things. Moose and I, back before the internet, Moose and I used to, um, exchange with other people bootleg concerts. And we always, and right, and at that time, the only real venue was the Sundome, the England Center. Now, there was no, there was no, uh, Emily Arena, there was no Thunderdome, there was nothing. So we used to go, what if we went into like a USF basketball game, hid a tape recorder somewhere, and then used that to tape the show? And of course we never tried it, but these guys, they went, so they went to a festival 
a month before the festival was there, dug a hole in the festival and buried all their alcohol and stuff underground, put the grass back over it, let it grow, and then when they were in there, went over to the spot and re-dug up the hole and had all their alcohol inside. I thought that was the most brilliant thing. That was so awesome. Uh, I, I wonder how much that would really work, but you know we got to try that out. Oh, you could totally do it because you could put an Apple tag on it, you know, and ah, bury it there yeah. so you know exactly where it is and stuff. So if there's like a thing over at the fairgrounds or at Raymond James, whatever, you go over and just take a hole, put it down there, and then, yeah, the mo- next month, whenever you're in there, you pay to get in, but mm-hmm. then you don't have to pay for any alcohol because you got a bottle of whatever. Mm-hmm. Mark I, the tree. Can I tell you something else? Well, it's, it's but, they dug a hole right Just, hey, oh. listen, have Spike hide it in the bushes. Yeah. yeah that's true, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you this, why I'm having anxiety about my upcoming trip. Because my brother's a jerk. So uh, we went to Japan. It was my family and my brother's family. We traveled together, right? And my brother got in Japan for two weeks. We took carry-ons. Because my brother convinced us that uh, we were going to be moving a lot. We were going to be getting on trains. And you don't want to have all this giant luggage with us. And I was like, okay. So we bought these... um, these carry-on bags, like carry-on suitcases, and then we bought these extra-large backpacks where you could put stuff in there, too. And it it didn't work for me. Clothes-wise, it worked fine because I had no real reason to get dressed up there. I was just wearing shorts and T-shirt. But um, my daughter was only, like, seven at the time or six, you know, and she can't carry. So I'm I'm wearing a backpack, taking two carry-ons, and I have her backpack over my shoulder. So much that one of the highlights of the trip for my family that they were talking about a couple weeks ago was when I fell off the escalator. (laughs) I literally fell getting off an escalator because I'm carrying everybody's stuff. It was awful. So this trip we're going on is, again, for two weeks. It's more than two weeks, but it's for two weeks. And they want to bring carry-ons, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing it. And also that uh, we're going on a cruise, and I feel like in the cruise we should have some nice clothes, like to wear to dinner and stuff. I can't squeeze that. You put two two of my button-down shirts in a carry-on, and it's full. So I can't do all that. So I declared the other day that I am I am bringing a bag. And my brother's like, yeah, fine, bring a bag. I go, don't say it like that. Like, you don't care. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, yeah, but he's like, uh, I, he goes, the, my, and my wife is on his side because she knows, like, five people who flew to Rome that they lost their luggage. And I go, well, they get it back. And she goes, yeah, but if we're already gone, then you have to wear whatever you have for the whole trip. My brother's like, good luck finding a big and tall store in Rome. And I go, first of all, I looked it up. There's a store called Extra Large, and I'm fine there. (laughs) It's actually pronounced Extra Large. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I forgot you speak Italian. So so now I'm I'm, uh, declared that I'm bringing a suitcase and uh, taking my backpack on the plane, but I am not... I am not not taking a suitcase on this cruise. You have more room to carry everybody else's stuff. No, 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 no. Listen, I told my wife, I go, you do what you feel is necessary, but I am checking the bag. And now I, now they all got me nervous. So then, the Galvin, you made me think, what if I put an Apple AirTag in my luggage? Then I can track its progress as we go, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so then I'm going to do that. I'm going to AirTag my luggage. But it could still get lost. Yeah, yeah but you'll know where it is at least. You can say, hey, listen, it's you know in Des Moines or wherever the hell it is. Yeah. Well, now my sister-in-law just texted me and said I had two large suitcases. That is not true. Not when we went to Japan. Mm. When did we went to Japan? We all had, we had, we all had the same size carry-ons and uh, the backpacks and 
I had my my uh, breathing machine in its own little suitcase. You know what so I, I did when we went to uh, Vegas and we went to go uh, snow tubing and doing all that stuff up in the uh, mountains is, you know, we don't have any winter clothes or anything like that. And I don't want to pack a bunch, buy a bunch of winter stuff and pack it and have to carry it and do all that. So we got winter clothes. I just went to Walmart, bought winter stuff, wore it, and then gave it to homeless people when we were done. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, Didn't question. have to bring it home. That is nice. And I agree with you. If I said that, you would all be making fun of me. You were like, it was very like, cheap. Oh, I'm so rich. I just buy clothes and <laughs> give it, it away to people. Cheap. It was very cheap. Yeah. He does. He's a saint. I do. Yes. And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Mm. All right, I'm sorry, Gowan. Let's get let's get into news. Uh, Rob Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, where a gunman killed 19 students and two teachers, will be demolished. The city, the whole school, said. yes, yeah. They should put the police department and everybody else there inside it before they demolish it. Uh, they made the claim on Tuesday at a tense emotional council meeting with the residents demanding answers over the shooting. Uh, they did not say when the school will be demolished, but that should solve it. Listen, I, I may be wrong for this, okay? And and if you people want to call in and tell me whether I'm right or wrong, I you don't have to. Carmen's bit. <laughs> uh, uh, the phone number is, of course, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I watched the uh, video and the, you know, the, the whole explanation for the shooting at the school. Mm-hmm. I was trying to talk to you about it with my wife last night, and it was making me so mad and sad and frustrated at the same time. Those police officers, for whatever reason, sat outside for 50 minutes, 50, five, zero, almost an hour, while they can hear gunshots going off inside. And I, I, I said to my wife, if I was in Carline and I could hear that, I would have to grab my gun and go inside, knowing full well that it may be, I may be getting killed. I said to her, even if I had Juliana secured in the car or, or wherever, I would still go inside to try and stop something. And not even from a hero's point of view. Like, I can go in there and say, look, at least I could tackle a guy, you know, and stop it. And then those kids who were shot early on were just left there to bleed out. Like, they they couldn't get any medical attention. Uh, But my whole thing is, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I'm not telling you things that you didn't see on the news already. I'm not... It, it, I just I have a hard time I guess having children sitting here talking about uh, you know kids and, and this whole situation. It's very frustrating. Uh, if you want to be frustrated and you want to uh, go read about it, go read it on the paper or watch it on CNN or whatever you watch. But the more I talk about it, the more it just makes me mad and sad. And I know you people are on your way to work, and it's really no way to to start your day off. So I'm not going to dwell on that whole situation. Uh, obviously, like Galvin did report, you know, when there's news, we'll tell you news. But uh, I can't get into this whole debate. We all know what, what should have been done. They should have gone in there, and they should have stopped it earlier. I don't know why. I guess we will find out why. I guess people will be held accountable for it. But it's just a horrible situation. And I'm telling you right now, that happened. that happens here. And I think more parents. I mean, I know that parents are trying to go in, and the police were tackling the parents. Yeah, I, I, I would do everything in my power to go in there, and I think most of our police guys would too. I, re- I have no, I have full. You hope, yeah. Because then you hear a story like this, and you're like, oh well, there are police out there that aren't willing to. Put no, I don't think it's aren't willing. I think they were under orders for some reason not to go in there, and I don't know what that reasoning is. There was the resource officer at uh, Stoneman Douglas. He also remember that yeah, he didn't yeah, go in there. Yeah. He ran. Well, he was afraid. He said he was afraid. Yeah. Well, maybe these guys were afraid I don't, too. Like these guys had. 
Uh, they said somebody guns. was. They, they said the police were in within like I think ten minutes of the first call. Yeah. Right. They but were they, in the building already. They uh, for some reason they I yeah. don't know why they were holding them. You ever see like any movie where you're like uh, we have the enemies and they're like uh, permission to fire and they go no do not Stand fire let's fire it upon you yeah. like why you get all frustrated so for some reason. I don't know if they were saying, hey, look, if we go in there and you start shooting and we kill a kid, there's going to be a lot of problems. But I don't know what the reason it's is. It's crazy to me that they that then afterwards, like, the police came out they basically lied and tried to cover everything right. up that they said. And that's the thing. They tried to cover up that they didn't go in late or they didn't wait. And now that it did come out that they're waiting, they're not giving the reason why. No. They're, oh, they don't have to. They're it's somebody's going to. call. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is it, though? Or were they scared? And now they're trying to cover that up and yeah. say that they were under I, a call, but really it was just they didn't want to I think it's also, it's also small time, or, you know, small town cops. That's a small city. I think there's only three or 4,000 people to live there. Man, those guys, those guys are sitting there waiting for something. Like, like my yeah. friends who are firemen are mad when there's no fires. Uh, Reddit guy? Yeah. I, I was talking to my wife last night, and I said... <laughs> Be careful where, what rabbit hole you go down. I'm not, I refuse to look at it. I go... <laughs> Let me just say this out loud just so I could say it and you can tell me I'm crazy. And she's like, okay, I go. There is a movement to get rid of guns, and we have a school shooting, and then for weeks after the shooting, it's not all about the kids and the shooting. It's about guns and getting rid of guns. Guns, right. guns, guns, guns. Matthew McConaughey, guns, guns, guns. Biden, guns. It's not about the kids, not about the lives. We haven't seen any pictures of these kids uh, at all. Uh, it's guns, guns, guns. Then we find out that the police get there and they sit there and wait for almost an hour while kids are getting shot and killed under orders from somebody. Under it's orders from somebody. That's the report. And now, so I'm afraid to go on Reddit and start reading that. And they go, the "Well, yeah, of course mind, you yeah. want to get rid of guns. The thing you have to do, like when 9/11 happened, and they went through that whole FEMA manual, and they were like, look, in order to to get things done, you have to have a massive change in an event that'll turn on you. need to like, see oh, everything Jesus that you're doing. Let's let us spy on you. It's okay. So uh, I'm not becoming a Reddit guy. I'm just saying. Yeah. When you well, say it out loud, it well, when you say it out loud, it starts to sound less and less mm-hmm. uh, ridiculous. Let me grab some of these calls. Let's go to Dave on line one. Dave, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. What's up, Dave? Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to say that the cops from from the day they're born, really, growing up their whole lives, they hear about how precious police are, and then when they get into the force, most cops will tell you their number one job is to go home at the end of the day. And sure. I say, no, your job's it's not. Well, no, it's not. It's well, sure. I mean, look, they're not they're not the Secret Service. They're not out there uh, saying, hey, look, I'm putting my life on the line. Uh, I'd get well, in front of a bullet for you. They're saying I'm going to go out there and protect and serve, but they also want to come right. home alive. No, but that's what they want to. They, they, but they want the praise for that. For that's this is what no, we do. We put our Thank you. Let's go to Carl. Every... Carl, good morning. You're on the Mike Cal the show. What's up, Carl? Hey, that caller. That's that's appalling. All I want to tell you is, I was a professional firefighter. So you can see me. I pull up to a house that, that's on fire, and there's kids trapped in the house, and I sit there for 15 minutes and say, you know this. This is dangerous. I could yeah. get hurt or killed. I mean, these men are pathetic. How yeah. they can even look in the mirror in the morning or put that gun on again, that is disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, but, but Carl, you know in, their, in their defense. My, I risk my life on a regular basis. Yeah. Never was 
was I allowed to say, well, you know, I don't know, this might be too dangerous. That's all I got to say. Thank oh, you, Carl. Enjoy the show, by the way. Thank you, brother. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you for being a firefighter, something I can't imagine people would want to do for a living. I know in some of the police cams, there were officers there saying, what are yeah, we doing? We are we, yeah. Right, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. They're getting an order. I don't think that the, all those cops in Uvalde were like, no, no, we're too scared no. to go in. Uh, there may have been one or two, but I don't think it was a majority of the police officers. I, I was, uh, my buddy Frankie was a fireman uh, up until he had to retire, and we were driving on the Verrazano Bridge, and a car hit the median, not even fast, very slow, slow traffic, hit the median and flipped over upside down on the bridge. Didn't even know, I don't even think the glass cracked. And he stops the car and jumps out of the car. I go, where are you going? He goes, I gotta go help the guy. I go, why? I go, why? It's not on fire. You're not, you're a fireman. He go, I go, what's on? He's like, no, I gotta go. And he goes over there and he's pulling the guy out of the car. I go, Jesus Christ. I go, that's the difference between the two of us. That's why you're a fireman and I'm lazy. Those are just two different things. I don't have that urge. Now, if the car was on fire and the guy was not, yeah, of course, I'm gonna go try and help. But at this point, there's, there's no, nothing. No emergency. Know, the, yeah, yeah, I can tell you, car's on fire, less reason for me to go help. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, I, you can say that, but if you're two feet away from a car and you see a guy trapped in there and it's on fire, you're going to go over there and try or to help Or a kid in there trapped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This guy was just upside down. I go, well, we got to go. What do you got to go over there for? We're going the opposite direction of this guy. I love that Spanish said kid instead of dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog's I, I, I in there. Who said dog? Kid. I'm like, ah. Let he it doesn't burn. know. <laughs> uh, changing uh, subjects. Yeah. For the second time this offseason, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are losing a future first ballot Hall of Famer to retirement. And for the second time this offseason, the Bucs are hoping they get a subsequent comeback. All-Pro tight end Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement Tuesday after two seasons in Tampa Bay, a tenure that uh, commenced when Tom Brady lured him out of his first retirement after just one season. Uh, and uh, did you see Tom re- Tom Brady's response on Twitter when he found out that uh, yeah, Gronk was retiring? Same thing as mine. Yeah. Well, he put the uh, guy with the phone up to his <laughs> ear, like, uh, kind of make a phone call here. <laughs> uh, um, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, and just like Drew Rosenhaus said, I right. don't think that you've seen the last of Gronkowski. I think you've seen a pause in his career, and I think we're all fine with that. Well, you sit home until we need you. We'll we'll put the Gronk signal up in the sky. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning star Nikita Kucherov is likely to play in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight after leaving their Game 3 victory with an injury. Uh, As I sit right now, I think he can play tomorrow, Lightning coach John Cooper said on Tuesday. But I'm not Cooch. If I know Cooch, he's sitting there saying the same thing. But we'll see what the doctors and everybody says. Yeah, I I expect him to play. If Cooper's talking about him playing, I expect him to play too. But can I tell you, Kucherov, I don't know him, never met him, looks so mean. He yeah, looks like but, a mean yeah, guy. He, well, he definitely has Russian face. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a Russian face. For he's sure. got Russian face. <laughs> Number one BS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he is great, man. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable how everything he's always involved, whether he's scoring, whether he's uh, assisting, whether he's setting it up or stealing the puck and getting it down. I mean, he's all over the place. One of one of his greatest things, uh, I believe, is his ability to give Stamkos the limelight because he, he sometimes he brings that puck down there or takes it and has a shot but passes it to Stamkos for a better angle, and a lot of players are too selfish to do that. I think he's, he's great at that. We're really blessed. When Pat Maroon is scoring a goal in the Stanley Cup Finals and scoring a fancy goal, oh, yeah. we know we got a good team. Absolutely. Uh, here is uh, something interesting that we might want to try. It's a safe, simple health test for older adults. 
to try and stand on one leg for 10 seconds. Do you think you can do that? Yes. Hold on, hold on. Let's do it. Carmen, you want to get up and try it? Joe, try it. I'm in. Got an establishing shot? Yeah. (laughs) Stand on one leg without touching anything. Okay. Okay. And stand on there for 10. Hold hold on. I got to come in in the proper camera view. All right. Get the establishing shot, Joe, so everybody's in there. How about this, Joe? Am I okay here? Yeah, yeah. You're blocking those two, but all right. That's right. This is just like the the DUI test. All right. Ready? Hold on. I've been doing it. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. And go. Okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, cake, four, cake, three, cake, two, one. Got it. I saw Spanish wobbling a little bit, but didn't touch. You're good. Look at this Fine. guy. Hold on. Let me see if I can do it with the other foot. Oh yeah, cake. People, yeah. how? What's the age on? Well, this? it says for older adults. So I would imagine, you know, probably Joe. in your seventies yeah, or something <laughs> like that. I'm having a little. How trouble. Did Joe, how, how did Joe? How did Joe do with his brittle bones? That's osteoporosis. That's why. Uh, if you can do it, no I worries. Uh, you just might die within a decade if you Wait. can't. Oh, my God. Yes. What? Oh, my God. Uh, researchers in Brazil just published the results of a study uh, that found that adults between the ages of 51 and 75 who can't stand on one leg for 10 seconds without any additional support are twice as likely to die within 10 years. <laughs> There's no direct connection uh, between balance and one particular disease, although generally those who failed were in poorer health. Uh, many were obese, had heart disease or blood pressure, so that might have contributed to the higher death rate among those who had bad balance as well. Nailed it all. Yeah. I nailed it all. Got it. Well, you're in there, so good job. That's the thing now. If I go to the doctor and he goes, well, things aren't looking good, I go, but I, 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 bal- I balanced. I balanced. You know what a uh, big correlation with uh, longer life is? Is grip strength. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not, but yeah. I find out that I have good grip strength. Well, then that's a good thing for you. You should absolutely yeah. have that. Well, I found that out, and I got some of those little squeezy things for my hands. I got one right here. Yeah, I uh-huh. keep one right here. I was like, uh-huh. I got to start doing that for sure. So I'm constantly doing this, and the reason why is because um, they say they're little grippy things. Does this thing have a name? Probably. But we all know what it is. We all know grippy thing. The little grippy thing that you use on your hands uh, to squeeze it, they say if you do this 40 times a day, it opens your capillaries and it helps you with circulation. It says yeah. here it's called a squeezer madu. Squeezer madu? Yeah. Yeah. No. Squeezer do. Okay. My left hand is significantly weaker than my right hand. Sure, because you're right handed. But I'm working on my grip strength, so it's getting a little bit, it's getting a little bit better. It yeah. should help with the bass playing as well, Michael. I only play yeah. with one hand. Have oh, you used the, the, the grips that you do the, where you open your hands up? Instead no. of squeezing, they're um, little rubber bands that you put in your fingers and you open it up. Sounds easier. It works. It's actually much yeah, harder. I bet it is. Really? Because you don't use that those that muscle group a lot, and it uh, it, it helps a lot with your grip strength. Though. That's what I mean, they say like... with gators. Gators have such a uh, huge, you know, per pound uh, crushing thing, but if you put a rubber band around it, they can't open their mouth. I do yeah. feel like I use my grip strength a lot, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Only with my left hand, don't squeeze it so hard. Call <laughs> that stranger in the room. Uh, all right. Well, you pass that. Now you can enjoy some KFC. Yeah. Uh, KFC is introducing Finger Sporks, a u- new utensil that fits over your finger that uh, literally makes it uh, finger looking good. Yeah. Uh, here is a, a video we have up on Bone TV explaining the Finger Sporks from KFC. Check this out. I like it. 
Introducing KFC Finger Sporks, our revolutionary new eating device that makes everything finger-licking good. You heard right. We took our original sporks from good to finger-licking good. The KFC Finger Spork innovatively intersects ergonomic and gastronomic technology with features like precision prong articulation, anterior branding optimization, and sporkasticity. Use it on your sides. Use it to solidify your friendships. Use it for dueling. Use it on your sides. Use it to show them you mean business. Use it for... Not that. KFC Fingers Works are available free of charge with purchase of a size lover's meal at a KFC near you. Or order your size lover meal on your KFC app and then go to a KFC near you to pick up your KFC Fingers Works free of charge. There you go. Can I tell you something that yeah. they didn't point out, obviously, for a KFC commercial, but What's being serious, I'm not even a joke. Um, scratching your taint. Oh. Oh, yeah. my God. Like a little undercarriage scratch. Or yeah. a little, like, sometimes you just need a little extra uh-huh. reach. Uh, Spork me, Amadeus. <laughs> I, I bought two different back scratchers from um, from Amazon. I bought one that looks like it's, uh, it has spikes on it. And then the yeah, it wasn't one, the cactus or something? Yeah. And, and then the other one looks like um, almost like a hairbrush. And you unfold it and it extends. Both of them have just been, they've brought me more joy. Oh, yeah. I have one of the telescoping ones. It just has like a metal hand, a little baby oh, metal I hand. I had that, but I keep, they keep breaking them. Oh, yeah? No. Yeah, my back is too itchy for it, and I keep snapping right off. <laughs> too itchy. Too Ga- itchy. Galvin got me for my birthday one of those massage guns, and there's uh, like a, an extender that you could put on it, and that's what I will I'll turn that on and go up and down Scratch my back. It, yeah, right. I feel so when good. When was your birthday? Uh, July. Did I get you anything? You did. Yeah. That, yeah, was, that was, was this two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. 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 July what? July 13th. I won't be here. Yeah, I won't. I won't be here either. Okay, I'll, uh, <laughs> skip that one. Uh, Hostess is getting into the crypto thing by releasing circular no. Twinkies called Twink Coins. No, uh, you eat them though. You don't hold on to them long term or anything like that because they don't have any actual <laughs> defined value or anything. So it's just a little gimmick that Twinkies is doing. Well, cryptocurrency is over because they're now doing it with Hostess. Yeah. So yeah. game over, everybody. Uh, today is two different national days. One better than the other, I think. Uh, I will tell you, the first one is National Kissing Day. Yeah. I'm in. I think the better one, National Onion Ring Day. Okay. You can't put those two together. Yeah. Onion rings and then make out. (laughs) Make out through an onion ring. I take kissing over an onion ring any day, especially when you (laughs) ruined it for me that Burger King has no onion in their onion rings. No. It's just onion flavor. Although I will tell you, great onion rings. Hooters. Oh, Hooters yes. has some great yeah. onion rings. Yeah. They are perfectly fried. Like, and, they do a good job. And they'll toss it in oh any sauce God. you want. So good. That makes it soggy, though. You should get that on the side and dip yeah. it in. Yeah. Oh, do it that way. At Ford's Garage, they do the onion ring tower. Oh. Where it's like a big, giant tower of onion rings. Yeah. Like Those it. are pretty damn good. So good. Um, if we were... <laughs> If we were in the studio, we could be like the first girl to come down there and make out with Pep Pep would win tickets or something. <laughs> yeah. Carmen, you want to do that? First guy to come down and make out with you for tickets? No. Oh, national kissing day. I'm good. Uh, first person who brings me onion rings. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, first bring the onion rings, then the make out. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. Uh, I'm back in. I'm in. I'm out. I'm back in. <laughs> now I'm out. For those nope. reasons, I'm out. Wait a second. I'm back in. Yes. You're missing out today. What? Because last night I made uh, some dry-aged picanha steaks from uh, Prime Butcher. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, I never made them before. 
it's I had to watch like two videos to learn how to really make it the right way, and it worked. I did it. They came out great. <laughs> they look very good in the photos. They really yeah. well, and that was photos. I just put them on the grill. I just seared them at that point, but now they're all cooked and delicious. So we're gonna devour those here in yeah. the break. Thank you. Michael. A uh, reality competition series just came out on Netflix today called Snowflake Mountain. Wow! It takes <laughs> Gen Zers who are spoiled and force them to grow up and learn to learn survival skills by putting them out in the mountains to compete for $50,000. Here's a short uh, clip from the trailer. We, of course, had to beep it out because they have little dirty potty mouths out there, the Gen Zers. Uh, Here it is. Check this out. Snowflake Mountain. Snowflake. A young person who's considered... Oh, not a very good beep. That was supposed to be beeped. Wow. (laughs) Good job. Stupid. Prep thing. Prep service. <laughs> oh, that was wrong. Uh, anyway, so they put them out there. It's just a bunch of idiots. Didn't they already do this with a bunch of celebrities' kids? I the, thought they the, did. Whatever ranch. They put them yeah. to a ranch. Yeah. yeah. It's like the same thing. They put them on a mountain, so they do the same thing. It was this like growing I, up famous or something like that. This is what I like to do on this show. I like to be like, they all get there, and they're like, well, I guess. Uh, and then I'd like to come in in a lumberjack jacket oh. and a ski hat and an axe, and I'd be like, What's up, douchebags? Like, just like clearly, I'm not a mountain guy, but I'd like to play the mountain guy in right, the thing yeah. and just be mean to all these kids. <laughs> I I went to a uh, not not really an audition, but like a thing. I told you they offered me to be on Fear Factor, and I turned it down. I was like, no. And the guy goes, "What do you want to do?" I go, "I want to be mean to people." <laughs> he goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Like Simon Cowell." I go, "Only I want to be really mean. I want people to cry." And he was like. Not a lot of people want to be that guy. I go, I do. I do. <laughs> Dude, in any I, capacity. I'll yell at fat people. I'll yell at old people. I go, whatever you got. I love watching, hate watching America's Got Talent. Because yeah. first off, I didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> she does it every time. It's like, we, we get it. We know what you're going to do. But uh, so this lady comes out and uh, they're like, oh, what are you, where are you from? I'm from Australia and blah, blah, blah. And I'm a mother too. But I do dancing. What kind of dancing do you do? Well, all styles. And I kind of put them together. And then I do pole dancing, and, and Simon goes, oh, oh pole dancing. Oh. And I said, I, as soon as he said that, I said to my wife, I go, oh, do you think this woman's going to win good, Simon over? Yeah. And he's going to change his mind that she's so good that blah, blah, blah. Of course, she came out. She did pole dancing, but it was very cool what yeah. she did. She had a screen behind her, and it made it look like she was... Uh, going upside down and backwards, and she had like this briefcase that opened, and it went from uh, black and white to color. You can't really explain it what she did if you if you watch it. It was very well, you know like those pole dance. dancing people are just uh, incredible, and the strength that you have to have in those legs. But and the stuff. pole dancing wasn't even like the biggest part of it. It, it was, was more the, uh, the story that she was doing and stuff. It was really cool. It was very creative. But of course, you know, then they get through and whatever. I have to tell you, pole dancing, blah blah blah. You changed my mind. Oh, everybody's so excited. Standing ovation. It's like so obvious. I oh, God, it makes me so mad. I hate it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. It's it it still shows us. And then the fake applause and all that stuff that they put in it makes it really hard to watch. There you go. Joe's got it up on Bone TV. What? Yeah, hey. Look at that. Look how fast oh, she's climbing. Thank you, oh, Great legs. See, and then the screen behind her tilts, yeah. and it looks like she's falling, and she goes up on the pole. And oh, that is really cool. Yeah, it was it was a very creative, uh, interesting routine that she did. Change this. The only this only would have been better if she did fall. Yes, <laughs> please always fall. Do me uh, a favor, real quick. Just do do Sophia Vergara one more time. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if she wasn't so hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know this music? 
Let me hear it. Anybody? It's a theme song for a show. Great show. This is Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul's return as Walt and Jesse for Better Call Saul will be more than just a quick cameo. Uh, Bob Odenkirk let it slip that, quote, it's not just one time, and it was great. So that'll be very cool because Better Call Saul is the prequel to uh, Breaking Bad where this, I believe, Better Call Saul will end with him meeting Walt and Jesse. My brother... Got mad at me yeah. for not watching Better Call Saul. Yeah. Says it's better than Breaking Bad. What? It, he said it got so good. He goes, starts a little slow, and then gets so good. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I'm not going to say whether it's better than Breaking Bad. I, I really enjoyed Breaking Bad. I really enjoy Better Call Saul, but it is really fantastic. It's it's very, very good. I mean, it better be. Didn't he have a heart attack on set? He did, yeah. Yeah, so it better be good. It's funny. He had a heart attack on set after he got in great shape for that uh, Nobody <laughs> yeah. movie that he yeah. did. Yeah. Too much stress. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I, I, do, I do have to watch it. I'm sure that I will enjoy it. I watched the first couple of episodes and I really enjoyed it. It just got to be too much after a while. It is really unbelievable and every episode is like its own movie and the way that it's shot is unbelievable. I mean, that uh, that Vince Gilligan, man, he anything he comes up with, I would definitely watch. Yeah, and then the, the good thing is like, uh, like the guy who does um, Sons of Anarchy, he has such a great opportunity to make another good show and they want that stupid Mayans, Mayans thing. Yeah, that was uh, oh, Kurt like, Sutter? Yeah, yeah, Kurt Sutter, because Kurt Sutter can write and he, he did the, he did the shield as well, didn't he? Or he was involved in the shield. Yeah, I think I don't he was know. a I think he was a writer on the shield or something. The shield is one of my favorite shows ever. But he he had an opportunity, I think, like they did with eighteen eighty three, to do a backstory because the whole thing is is uh, Sons of Anarchy is built on Jack's uh, father being a leader and uh, whether or not Clay killed him or you know the and the mother and all that. I mean, like that's so into what they're doing now. And him reading his father's letters, and that, that they could have showed a whole history of how Sons of Anarchy were formed and stuff. And I feel, I really feel like they missed a the boat on that with that stupid Mayans thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't get into the Mayans. No, thing. I tried watching it. I liked Sons of Anarchy, and I tried watching Mayans the first season. I only got a couple episodes in. I was like, I don't know. it got really bad the end towards the end though. Sons of Anarchy. I, I tried to watch it because Mike, you were always saying how great it was, and I put it on and I go, is this a joke? Am I being punk? Like well, it was yeah. the. It felt- was the worst acting I ever saw in my life. Yeah, it, listen, it is not like Breaking Bad good. It's it's not like um uh it's kind of it's kind of a little Yellowstone ish. It's ridiculous. It's over the cheese. top. Over the yeah. top. Yeah. 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 That you just gotta and and you gotta like it. Like there's no way in the world that a tiny motorcycle gang like that is going to be running a whole area in California. <laughs> yeah, right. And every day cops are dying. They're blowing stuff up, and nobody is doing a yeah. story on it in the news. <laughs> yes, it's definitely over the top and ridiculous. But it was really entertaining yeah. to watch. Uh, this said Sutter worked as a producer, writer, and director on The Shield. No. Oh, that's so, cool. That was good. I love that show for sure. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. Yes. This is new music. Uh, this is going to be live because this was on The Tonight Show. So I will let you know that. So whenever you listen to it, uh, this is a person that is related to a very famous singer. Okay. So take a listen. Tell me whether you know who this is. New music on The Mike Kelta Show. Yeah. 
guesses? Is this is this Kelly Osborne? It is not Kelly Osborne. Who did you say, Carmen? Pink. Pink? Yeah. No. Uh, it is uh, somebody related to somebody. Famous. Somebody related to somebody who is a very famous singer who has passed away. Oh, oh passed away. Yes, that is uh, David er- Bowie's daughter. Eric no. Sinatra. Tom Petty's daughter. It is oh. a famous person's daughter, Carmen. Um, what's his uh, Nirvana's? Kurt Cobain. Yeah, no, his daughter. No, Bean. Francis, Francis Bean. Yeah. That oh, in that person's dead, and this is their daughter. Yes. Okay. That is. I got it. It's coming in right now. It is. Oh, is it? Died recently. Is it one of Michael Jackson's kids? It is. Yeah, oh, that is Paris, Paris Jackson. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, her uh, uh, song called "Lighthouse." On the she's still show. hot. Uh, she looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't really tell whether she was lip syncing or singing for real. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a weird mix. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, she's not Music a great really singer. Let's high. let's put the vocals <laughs> right. down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very, turn, turn, turn the bass up a little bit. <laughs> I we expect can. we will not hear much more from Miss Jackson. Nah, probably yeah. not. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Cosby lost a civil, a civil sexual assault trial. It was uh, filed by Judith Huth, uh, who accused Bill of raping her at the Playboy Mansion in the 1975 when she was 16. And what was she doing at the Playboy Mansion well, at 16? I'll explain. The jury awarded uh, her uh, half a million dollars. Huss was 16 years old when she and a 17-year-old friend met Cosby on a film set in the park. She claimed Cosby invited them to accompany him to the Playboy Mansion a few days later. She testified that Cosby was alone with her in a bedroom at the mansion where he attempted to put his hands down her pants. She lied to Cosby about being on her period to get him to stop, but claimed that Cosby, quote, exposed himself and forced her hand on his erect penis and used it to masturbate until climax. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously they, I probably didn't tell him they were 16 and 17 years old, but, you know, you should. But then he's in the Playboy Mansion with them, and he's like, "Mm, Rudy. (laughs) I don't. Know. I I don't know what to believe with Cosby anymore, and I don't know how we were able to go back and try a case this long ago with no evidence. I, I, I'm certainly not defending Bill Cosby. I think he's a horrible person. Be one time, two times, you can defend it, but all these cases, you have to go. Okay, well, clearly this guy was guilty of something, but what is the? Uh, how, how do you how prove do you it. prove anything? Well, from yeah, that certainly, years ago? certainly, uh, you think that he's a creep, and obviously, there's uh, uh, some or even all that are totally true, but there's probably some that are jumping on and like, yeah, I'll get five hundred thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah but I mean, at this point. At this point, how do you? I mean, what do you present as evidence? Who in this knows? Case? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But well, look at um, uh, Deshaun Watson. They said yesterday well, he settled. I, okay, sorry. yeah, I was just about to go into that with uh, keeping with our rapist theme. <laughs> uh, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, Watson has settled with twenty of the twenty-four women suing 20. him for sexual misconduct. Yeah, twenty-four women. He settled with twenty of them. The NFL is still investigating whether he violated their code of conduct. And the <laughs> same thing there. Um, 
Eh, 20, say 15 were legit, five weren't. I mean, there's well, no way 20 are all fake. I know the one one of the ones that is sticking to it is the initial woman that came forward. Yeah, well, she's she one to. of the four that she's didn't. She's not looking yeah. to settle. Yeah. Sticking to it, he said. Nobody yeah. was more excited about Gronkowski retiring yesterday than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He, got, he got pushed right down the sports page. In Finally. The <laughs> Everybody keep it quiet for a little yeah. while. So the, the NFL, though, is still up. Oh. What's your question? I was saying that you said they're still investigating him for hey, they're still investigating whether he violated their code Come of conduct. On. Yeah, which you got to think that they're right? going to suspend no, him. No, because 27 is the yeah, like, ring, oh, I guess. that's the limit. I think he gets suspended for a year. Yeah, yeah, really? I think so. Yeah. But he settled, and so if they don't prove it, and they don't go to court, hey, Roethlisberger no, was found not guilty, and they still suspended him for but four years. They knew games. he was really it, guilty. They'll say it, they have, it's like uh, conduct detrimental to the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you hear this music? Hell yeah! Top Gun Maverick just passed the nine hundred million dollar yeah. mark. Yeah. Has it made more than the first Top Gun? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see it again, but that's 1980s pricing, though. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see it again, too. I'm going to see it again in yeah. IMAX, yeah. I tried to get my kids to go see it this weekend, and they both rejected me. Oh. I thought they said this was his first, like, number one debut movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that good for him. What other would, Mission what Impossible? Would be? Maybe. There's Man. nine Mission Impossibles. They were all excellent. I there's they no were. way. That's I thought I read that. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I just I can't imagine how that would be. Or it's highest grossing. Maybe highest grossing for the opening weekend? Yeah, but... Again, it, you know, I mean, your movies could be super successful back in the 80s, but you're not charging that much money. It's a different amount of money. Well, he's got movies coming out, though, in the 2000s with Mission uh, Impossible. Tom Cruise has had no. number one movie in five straight decades. Yeah. yeah. So I Maybe. think this is the highest grossing, probably, right. is what it is. But Good for him. Yeah, he's a superstar. He's a superstar, and uh, it was worth so Galvin last night. I ter- I've been watching... Um, I don't know. It, you know, when you put on Paramount Plus or or Amazon or whatever, it kind of brings you up to what you've been watching. And mm-hmm. then, so I've watched Jack Reacher, so it brings me up Tom Cruise movies. So I go, what Tom Cruise movie have I not seen in a long time? And Cocktail popped up. Oh, I love it. So I put it on, and I worked in a movie theater when Cocktail was on for a whole summer. So I know the movie by heart, line by line. Um, and then uh, I just, you know, I... I put it on for a couple of minutes. I was like, let me just watch this. And I'm sitting there and I go, I wonder if Tom Cruise is embarrassed by this movie or not. And then my wife came in and she sat down and she goes, you know, I've never seen this before. Oh, oh. We, we watched the whole movie. Great movie. And when it was over, she was like, that was awful. What? Oh. Listen, she's right. It is an awful, it's, awful movie. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome, but it's awful and it's also so very don't 80s. Watch it. No, yeah. it, it, Carmen, I, it, it, like, she watched the whole thing. It is not an HD, I can tell you that. I am the last it. barman poet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but see a- America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. <laughs> America is getting stinking on something I stir or shake. The sex on the beach, the schnapps made from peach, the velvet hammer, the Alabama slammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it, it is, is good. So good. It's a perfect, you yeah. just have a shot. Man. It's a perfect 80s movie yes, of the it's time. Very 80s. How, yeah, that, yeah, the whole cheese. It was great. I love it. It's that hard stuff. to go back 40 years yeah. and watch a movie that you go, okay, you know. I watched that movie for the 1,800th time last night uh, and realized for the first time ever that the hot girl at Doug Mary's uh, later on in the movie is the same girl from Roadhouse. Yeah. I oh really? Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. No, I never, I never even thought about it. 
From the, Roadhouse? The doctor from uh, Roadhouse. Lynch, oh. Kelly Lynch. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that yep. Her name? Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, and she's in a tea bag in every yeah. scene. She's oh, yeah. smoking. Oh, yeah. Interview yeah. with the Vampire is one that I hadn't seen in a while, and I watched it. And I forget how good he is in that when he's yelling at Kirsten Dunst and Brad Pitt and stuff. It's a that's, great movie. Yeah, that's still a little embarrassing, too. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, with all the makeup and the... the it's a good... It's, if it's you a like that kind story, of movie, yeah. it's good. I remember when it first came out, I read the book, and I watched the movie, and I remember she was so mad that they had cast Tom Cruise because she was thinking Rutger Hauer, and then she was happy with this performance because yeah. he did a good job. I so. wanted them more through the years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they did through some of the years, but, like, up to, like, present day. Agreed. Would have been cool. That would have been super cool. Which they do. It's some. It's one of the things I enjoy about Twilight is when he is explaining how they came about and whether they show them quickly, but through the decades and how they met and how they all came together and... The whole, I thought one of the most brilliant things about Twilight was, it's silly on the surface, but if you think about it, whenever there's a storm coming, they go and play baseball. Because over the years, because they're so old, they enjoy playing baseball, and they can't do it because of the sound, because they're so strong, so they have to wait till there's thunder and lightning. Uh, and I just thought that was a pretty oh, yeah, good thing yeah, for a teenager yeah. to come up with in in the books, and it's, and it's great in the movie. Was it a teenager that wrote those? Yeah, it was a young girl. Who oh, really? The whole yeah. series, yeah. Wow, she's got to be rich. And yeah. and the thing is, and you never see her, uh, and the, the uh, thing is is that um, when you're watching, like, everybody's like, oh, it's a teenage vampire movie. When they're playing baseball, and the bad vampires show up on the baseball field, and they want to attack the the one that's not a vampire. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed those movies. Diana turned me on to him, and I was like, you know, I'm not watching. I'm not watching Kitty. But and then I was the only disc I had on a flight, and I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll watch it. I, I didn't want to shut it off. Yeah. Again. I was like, this is great. The Voltari mm-hmm. gets good. The Voltari yeah. gets really good. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, is she's, her name. She's 48 Ooh. now. 48. Yeah. When yeah. the books come out. <sighs> um, it's saying the movies came out. Oh man, good for but, her. When did the movies come out? Um, no, the movies had to come out in the 2000s. 2008 was Woo-hoo. the first movie. Uh, let's see. It said she has an annual earning exceeding $50 million. Yeah, good for her. And then didn't that spawn the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing, too? I think it was fan fiction that they wrote uh, from it. Twilight. Yeah, yeah. yeah but well, you're oh, forgetting really? the most important part when Warlock Melissa wrote her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. We acted God. it out yeah. in the studio. That was good. <laughs> oh, that was Warlock something. Melissa, one of my favorite weirdos <laughs> that mean, just disappeared. So great. So uh, great. Uh, did anybody happen to see the uh, tweet from John Mellencamp the other day? I don't no. believe I follow Mr. Mellencamp. Uh, I didn't either, but it got a lot of uh, retweets and stuff, and I happened to see it. It was just an odd thing out of the blue that happened uh, yesterday. He actually John said Mellencamp- he likes a big town now? Uh, he actually said, uh, no more pink houses, just yellow houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, quote, only in America, and I mean only in America, can 21 people be murdered and a week later be buried and forgotten with a flimsy little thumbnail, a vague notion of some sort of gun control law laying on a senator's desk. What kind of people are we who claim that we are we care about pro-life? Just so you know, anyone that's reading this, politicians don't give an F about you. Yeah. They don't give an F about me, and they don't give an F about your, our children. So with that cheery thought in mind, have a happy <laughs> summer, because it'll be a short time before this happens again. Yeah. Signed, John Mellencamp. Uh, John Mellencamp's pretty right. Yeah, he's not wrong. There. I wonder what it is for the politician who wakes up and says, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to run for office. At what point do they... F- 
get Turn. pulled over to the dark side. The Probably first time money. they get yeah. money, yeah, yeah where they're like, hey, we need you in on this. By the way, it's going to give you uh, 750000 for your first thing. And Have you like, seen Sweet. The Thanks for Smoking with Aaron Eckhart? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty Thanks real portrayal of what it's like to become, and then the lobbyist sits you down and just yep. hand stroke you a check right there, and then that's it. I, I think not only is it the greed, because, well, then why don't we put rich people in? Then they'll let, okay, we let did. rich people uh, be. Because they'll just get richer, and yeah. the rich yeah, yeah. people are already in there. Yeah. I wonder how much of it is I have to sell my soul in order to get a deal done. Okay, uh, that's fine. You're corrupt and you're this, not the other thing, but I'll do I'll do you a favor because I need your favor. And then you're in a network of favors so deep that you're like, I don't know how to get it's out of it. It's the only way you can move up the ladder yeah. is that the, the, you get deep into it. If I'm, in, if I'm not interested in being president, I'm interested in getting some stuff done on a local level. Uh, so And I have money, so I'm going to get in politics and I'm not going to be swayed. And then all of a sudden you start getting in... Uh, well, I told this guy yes. Well, okay, I'll tell but you. Think, yes, about, and think about this: you you want to be a politician, and you're going to run for office. Let's say you're going to be you want to run for governor of you know California or something, and then a pharmaceutical com- company comes to you and says, "We'll give you X amount of money, but you you know lobby for us and get some bills passed." We have this new drug; it's called OxyContin. Mm-hmm. The studies it's are that safe. it's perfectly safe. It's non habit forming, and you're like, yeah. "Yes, that sounds great. I want to help people with pain." Mm-hmm. You sign off on the bill. You get push to governor then years later you find out all this information before it goes public now your hands are dirty so now you're going to do whatever you can to protect yourself if you've done it as as you know you say then it's not your fault you're like i'm not a you know i i the public paid you though the the public you gotta be a whistleblower right then yeah and the public doesn't know that and usually the one the 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 polit like some people probably get into it with good intentions but the ones that try and buck the system are the ones that all of a sudden now they get buried. Now the ones that are, are they come for you. One yeah. car cast accident. aside. One car accident. Yeah. Oh, man, you're yeah. killing like, them. Don't come up here and try and rock the boat that yeah. we've been you know no, on no, no. for decades yeah. and Across decades. Across the island. Gravy train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lifelong politicians, you know what I mean? That's, that's, Scumbag. They, that's their Washington. thing. That's, yeah. that's, that's the man train. Yeah, the man <laughs> train. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then they keep getting money, and then, you know, it's incredible that the news will sometimes run stories about how, like, Nancy Pelosi, for example, her husband making millions, close to billions of dollars during COVID with as obvious insider trading. Yeah. And then all she has to say is, well, it's my husband. It's not me. And nobody cares. And then that's nope. it. And then it goes away. Well, you do have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right? I mean, like they would for any, uh, like they would for anybody. We well, never get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, sure the IRS comes after us nobody no matter does. what. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, there's plenty of people that do insider trading that you never hear about because their, their father works They're for... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. All, you know, the father works for a small airline, and he gives you a little tip, and then you tell another guy, and it never traces back to you. But they're not controlling the laws that are passed. Are you talking right? about Wall yeah. Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Except I couldn't think of the name of the company. Uh, Endicott Steel. Yep. I couldn't think of the... the Love's Blue Horseshoe. Yeah. Blue Horseshoe, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, finally, news. This comes out of Wesley Chapel. Dozens of officers rushed to a home in Pasco County Monday morning. The sheriff's office surrounded the property and ordered everyone out with their hands up. But it turns out the residents did nothing wrong. The family fell victim to a fake 911 call known as swatting. The family was the family of Manson, who used to be on the uh, station here, a.k.a. Mike Waters. Uh, we have the uh, rest of the story in the video up on Bone TV. Check, uh, check this out. Here we go. Mike Waters was inside his Wesley Chapel home with his wife and daughter when the Pasco County Sheriff's Office showed up guns drawn. There was 
heavily armed officers with rifles all around here. They were ordered out of the house, but their six dogs were still inside. Waters tells us the entire family was worried something could happen to the canines during the stressful and serious incident. Somebody called in and said, I killed my wife. So somebody knew my name. They knew my address. We're told three officers went inside to investigate the call. The house was cleared and the pups were fine. This is cell phone video his wife captured. Our 911 call that came in was that the family was shot, okay? Yeah. That the husband shot the wife. I understand. And so um, oh my God. we have to take those very serious. Yeah, I know it scared you. I didn't want to scare you. Very scary. But we had to make sure we cleared the house and there's no threat, okay? Yeah. Someone had made the whole thing up. They were victims of swatting. It was definitely... Um, nerve-wracking. <laughs> Waters is a former radio DJ and for the last three years he and his family stream a daily show on Twitch and have a podcast. Monday they were wrapping up when the deputies surrounded the house. Many streamers have been targeted with these hoax calls. There's a range of reasons including callers who just get a thrill out of seeing cops burst into a room while the victim is live streaming. Just the, the ultimate cowardly act would be to swat somebody. It's really despicable. It's dangerous for the people who's getting swatted and it's also dangerous for the police I think. Once law enforcement left, Waters got back on Twitch to talk about what happened. Glad the sheriff's office had taken the call and their safety seriously. I commend all of uh, the officers on hand for their professionalism. I love that they have that cluster of show with a big F in there <laughs> yeah. and a big pot leaf. Yeah. <laughs> and they're showing it on the news. Uh, that is one of the scariest things I can imagine because not just the people coming to your house and busting through your door, or cops showing up and you have no idea what's going on. Because I mean, look, I'm going to tell you right now, the minute the cops come to my door and knock, I start thinking, what did we do? Does my son have weed in here? Yeah. Did I uh, do something? Uh, did, did they Galvin take his hot kid summer jokes too far? Oh. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Your jokes. Uh, and then uh, when they're in my house... Um, now I'm I'm paranoid. You know, the, dogs are going crazy. Dogs are going crazy. But also, if they come kicking the door in, I don't know that they're cops. I get my gun. I run downstairs. Now they shoot me because I come at them with a gun. Right, right. Uh, it's insane. It's one of the. I, I don't. There's got to be something they that they can do to stop. They this. can't track a nine one. Oh, they can. You can call nine one one anonymously. Yeah, no, no. If you, you have yes, a rotating but, IP and you go over over voice over IP, but they'll find you. Yeah. They'll yeah, find they you if they want to. Yeah. The guy, um, that kid that uh, in Kansas City that uh, that uh, scheduled the Ron his, Howard one. Yeah, the Ron Howard one. Yeah. He's that exactly what happened to him. Guy comes walking out. He's has no idea what's going on. The kid calls a. a, a SWAT thing to his uh, friend's house. Guy comes walking out, puts drops his hands down. Cop shoots him. Yeah, cop sees him, makes a move. You know. Cop shoots him, and then uh, uh, you know it definitely was an overzealous cop because he was a yeah. distance away. And but, and that but, and that cop had had a lot of other incidents yes, as well. Yes, wound up killing and so you people. get the wrong cop to show up at right. your house, unlike in Manson's situation. And then in that in that situation, the streamer who who swatted the guy stayed on and watched the whole thing. Stayed on the yep. whole thing. Kept that's kept the, the payoff, call going, yes. but kept kept the call going. Kept saying you know Yo. still inside and all that. It's awful. Well, I can't imagine uh, what it's like, but we'll find out. We'll take a quick break, and we come back. We'll call Manson, and we'll talk to him and find out exactly what the deal was. Um, you know, w 